Hello, and welcome to another episode of Sir Trader Lot, the podcast. For those of you who may be listening to your first Sir Trader Lot podcast, um, I am a novice trader. I've been trading about, I'll say, eight months now. And, you know, I have a combination of day trades and swing trades. Day trades, I mostly look for breakout momentum trades um, for my swing trades. I'm usually using candlestick patterns, um, chart patterns such as multiple bottoms, double bottoms. And I also use indicators such as the EMA and MACD. And recently I've started a personal challenge trying to take my Robinhood account from $350 up to $25,000. I was going to give myself three years to do this. Um, I know with the right techniques and, you know, the right mentality, I can do it a lot sooner. Um, but I figured three years would be a realistic goal, um, just not to put pressure on myself. So that's what I'm doing now. First few weeks, I took about a $100 loss, uh, my first three weeks. So my account dropped to $50. Uh, I then was able to have somewhat of a turnaround um, and I got my account up to maybe about a hundred somewhere between a hundred and twenty five hundred and fifty fifty dollars and I had two of my best days um, over the last two weeks and I'll go into that a little more um, in the next segment but mostly I wouldn't say I'm mostly up or down you know I'm kind of stand around that $250 range, $200 range, somewhere around there, up and down, up and down. And I guess my goal is to, you know, try to get back to my start point, which is $350, and then try to go up from there. You know, I've been missing out on some trades that could have been big profits. Um, I'm still at the point where I am not taking profits on trades that could be considered good trades. Um, and I'm not cutting my losses on, you know, some trades. So still some things I'm trying to work on. Um, so we're going to get into that this episode, um, as far as my update on what's been going on the last couple of weeks. And also I've, I get periodically emails from investopedia.com. I signed up for the, um, you know, the email list where pretty much on a daily basis, they send information, um, mostly explaining different terminology, you know, going into detail about, um, the different terminology, different trading strategies, indicators, um, things of that nature. And one of the ones they sent me most recently was the best times of day to trade and the times of day to avoid trading. So we're gonna go into a little bit of that. You know, I just wanted to share some of the information that I get. Since I am a new trader, I'm hoping that, you know, other new traders are listening. So I'm, um, you know, every now and then try to share some of the information that I'm picking up from, you know, different places. So that's what we're gonna to do today. So hopefully you find this episode and other episodes helpful in the way you know, enjoyable, and I hope you continue to listen.
Uh, last note, you can follow me Instagram, Sir Trade a Lot, with dots in between each word. So that's S I R dot A. I'm I'm sorry, I can't even spell S I R dot T R A D E dot A dot L O T. Um, email is Sir Trade a Lot twenty one at gmail dot com. So same spelling except it's a twenty one. So S I R dot T R A D E dot a dot l o t dot twenty one at gmail dot com um enjoy the show search the podcast all right so what's been going on for the last two weeks um but let me tell you this I've learned a new lesson I know I talked before about what's more important, being able to trade without emotion or having a good trading strategy. But I'm going to add something else to that list. That's being able to trade without distraction. And I say that because I told you I had my best two days of trading um, as far as the amount of gains that I got. Um, I had it over the last two weeks. And I've been doing my challenge for at least a month now. And those two days were back-to-back days. And it was two days that I was off of work. I was on vacation. I was celebrating my anniversary with the love of my life. And, you know, I was out of town, so it was just me and her. I didn't have to worry about getting ready for work. I didn't have to worry about doing any work for my job. No kids. I didn't have to worry about getting anybody dressed, getting anybody fed. So I was able to get up, turn on my computer, grab my phone and, you know, focus on the stocks. And, you know, I had good results. Um, so I'm going to go over my biggest gainers and my biggest losers. Um, so the two biggest gainers I had, both of them was actually day trades that turned into swing trades. Um, and like I said, I was able to carefully pick the stock and I was able to pretty much use the information that I was seeing from the stock, you know, from the chart to decide whether or not to get in or get out of the stock. Um, because so often I've noticed that it's a lot of factors that go into me getting in or out of a stock other than, you know, the technicals. Like I said, you know, there's times where I be up in the morning, I be getting ready for work, I be dealing with the kids. So sometimes I might, it might be a stock I may be looking at that I might be like on a fence about and I might just buy it just so that I can get on with my day and get things done so that I can get out of my house and get to my regular job. You know, it's times where I might get out of a stock because I'm at work and I don't want to set a stop loss, which I know I should do, but I know I'm not going to be able to watch it, watch the stock. So I just sell it so I don't have to worry about, you know, what's going to happen during the, the time that I'm not able to, you know, monitor the stock. So, you know, other other factors go into me getting rid of or purchasing the stock that shouldn't. So with these two stocks, you know, I was able to focus on the stock. And like I said, I had good results. Uh, one stock was GST. Um, I got in... 
around 0.128 and like I said I held it overnight um, the next day it went up and I got out around 0.164 and that was you know, around a $40 game which it was good because around that time I think my account was like I said was like around I say a hundred thirty hundred forty dollars somewhere in that range um, so the day after that I got into ABIO um, that was another stock that I purchased as a day trade but it ended up um, turning into a swing trade and I got into that one at 0.75 um, I sold some the next day at a dollar and sixteen cent and I sold the rest at a dollar and ten cent and I ended up getting a little over I think seventy dollars for that one so over those two days I pretty much almost doubled my account but then back to reality came home had to work that Wednesday so that was a Monday and Tuesday that I purchased those stocks um, Wednesday and actually Wednesday it was Robin Hood fault. Robin Hood, they announced that they are now allowing um, traders to trade for free during extended hours. And, you know, I just got anxious. I saw a stock, extended hours, <laughs> it started to go up. I think it was up maybe like 20-something cent. And I know they had earnings. So I saw it go up. I'm thinking that they had a positive earnings. So I said, well, I'm going to jump in because I can. And, you know, hopefully it'll go up the rest of the um, after hours and pre-market. And maybe I can get out, you know, pre-market the next day or, you know, early into the stock market after it opens. But I didn't do any due diligence. You know, I didn't do any um, any investigation or anything. I just jumped into the stock and, you know, needless to say, as soon as I get in, I think I got in around a dollar and six cents, I believe. And it started to drop. Um, I I'd actually got to about, I believe that the stock, the stock I'm talking about is ADOM. I think it closed, say like around... 88 cent and i think it got all the way up to like a dollar and maybe 20 cent or something like that or a dollar and 10 cent i got in at 106 and you know it just started to drop um from there and i found out after doing some research i found out that the um company actually didn't have a good um earnest report so the pump was a pump and dump you know it jumped up i don't know you know, for what reason, and I should have found that out before I bought the stock, um, but I jumped in, you know, it was it was a um, a trade that I bought without having any day trades, I mean, it was a stock that I bought without having any day trades, so I had to hold it overnight, and it continued to drop, so I got out around 83 cents, so after having two good days, I'm up like 110 $120, you know, I lose $50, just, you know, being anxious um, just because I can all of a sudden trade in the after hours. So, you know, that was a lesson learned. I got it out of my system. So that was a $50 loss. And another one of my losses was OGEN. 
Um, I got in at 60 cent and it dropped. Got at a 54 cent, so that was about a 25 dollar loss for me there. Um, but you know, some of the, some of the stuff that I was working on initially, I'm still trying to get better at it. The biggest thing, like I keep saying, is not taking big losses. The 50 dollar loss um, for the stock that I bought after hours, you know, that was. Hopefully a one-time thing. That was just me being curious to see how it was trading after hours. Um, wasn't a good experience, but you know I know in the future to do my due diligence before I jump into a stock, just like doing regular hours. Um, but for the last two weeks, I'm kind of happy with my progress because overall I have been cutting my losses. You know I've been taking eight five three dollar losses and i'm not selling my stocks when i should you know stocks that where i can have some nice gains um i let some get away from me but i'm getting better you know i'm hanging around that 200 250 dollar range and you know i'm, I'm feeling inspired I, I feel like things are moving in the right direction i feel like i am still learning um but i just have to tighten up tighten up on some things and but i feel like it's all coming along um my goal for the next week is going to be um a monetary goal and that's to get my account back up to where it started at you know so that's like a a little over a hundred dollar gain so um biggest thing is not taking any more losses so that when i do get a nice gain um it'll show on my account so um that's about that's about it uh, that's how my last two weeks went. Um, we're going to take a quick break and we're going to go over the best times of the day to trade and not to trade. And I believe the article also went into um, the best times of the month and year, you know, to trade. So we're going to go through that um, after the break. Okay, so... Like I said, on a daily basis, I get emails from Investopedia.com. Um, the emails are mostly geared towards new traders. So they have information on, you know, different definitions for financial terms. And they also have a lot of information on the different indicators and how to use them, um, who developed them and, you know, things of that nature. Um, so recently... They sent a email on the best time of day to buy and sell a stock. And I thought, you know, that'll be something um, good to share. Um, so as most of us know, the first hour that the market is open, um, that's when the market is most volatile. So, you know, you have a lot of price action up and down. Um, that's when the volume is usually the highest. And partly because of you know, reaction to earnings and all the news that was released, you know, since the close of the previous day. Um, and, you know, they they touch on the point that the first hour, um, 9.30 up to 10.30, 11 or so, is, is kind of risky for new traders because of the volatility. Um, and, you know, you can have some wild price movements. Um, so they recommend the newbies 
to usually get in to the um the market somewhere around 11:30 or after that's when the market is most calm you know and they also say that the first hour is the best hour to get into your day trades because of the um the price action and the volatility um but 11:30 that's usually when you know the volatility and the the volume tends to drop so since around that time the market is at its most calmest point of the day um, that's usually a good point for um, some some of the newbies to get in you know until you start to learn how to how to manage you know the the price movement movements and the volatility after all that is done around lunchtime 11 30 12 o'clock you know, that's a good time for newbies to purchase stocks um but you know, everything this this isn't written in stone because I've all I've also read some other stuff that said that, you know, around that time, eleven, twelve, um, through lunch is the worst time um to buy stock. So, you know, everybody have different opinions. So only way you gonna really know what's best is to actually, you know, is to actually just learn. And you learn by doing. So you have to, you know, go through the the process of buying and selling your stocks, see what works, see what don't work, and you can come up with your own strategy and your own beliefs. But according to Investopedia, they're saying that, you know, after the first hour um, is the best time to buy stock if you're a newbie. And we all know about power hour. So that's when the volatility and volume starts to increase again, um, especially the last few minutes of trading. And, you know, most people who get in at the end of the day, they're looking for some momentum, you know, to carry them into the next trading day. So usually if I'm looking for a swing trade, you know, I use candlesticks and I use, you know, I said the, the um, chart patterns like double bottoms, multiple bottoms and things of that nature um, to decide what stocks. But usually I try to find stocks that meet that criteria but that's also um closing with some momentum because that can usually you know result into a gap up the next day um or you know maybe it may still move into a positive direction once the market open now and as far as the best day of the week um they saying if you want to try to find a deal as far as the price then mondays um, will be the best time because Mondays are usually slow. Um, according to them, it's usually slow because of people going back to work, feeling a little gloomy. And, you know, sometimes you might get some bad news um, over the weekend. So factors such as those, among others, you know, kind of help some of the um, stocks to have a drop in price. And according to Investopedia, you can usually find good deals on Monday. Um, so on the swing side of that, they say Friday is the best time to sell because usually, you know, like I just said, prices tend to drop um, on Monday. So you pretty much want to try to get out of the stock on Friday before you have that decrease in price on Monday. Um, but like I said, none of this is set in stone. So, I mean, stocks act different 
from stock to stock, from day to day, from week to week. So, um, like I said, the best way to learn is to actually do. So, um, this is just kind of a, a baseline just to give you an idea how things work. And as far as the best time of year, they say January um, is when, you know, investors, they, they push up the prices. So, you know, if you were a bull and you're trying to, you know, catch some stocks going up, then January is the best time because that's when a lot of people usually, you know, jump into the stock market, buying stocks and they, they dry the price up. So that's, you know, pretty much it. Um, that's a summary of the best times of day, week and month to buy and sell your stocks. So, like I said, I'm going to say it again. The best thing to do in order to learn is to actually go through the process, buy your stocks, sell your stocks, you know, keep an eye on what happens while you're holding your stock. You know, try to take everything in as much as you can because, you know, every second that ticks, you know, you, you can learn something new. You know, it's an ongoing process. So when you buy a stock, you know, you can be aware of, you know, how the price move um, in relation to how much volume the stock has. And, you know, when you sell, kind of keep an eye on it a little after you sell just to see, you know, how the price move, how the volume move to see if you probably sold too early, if you sold at the right time. You know, a lot of times they say when you sell a stock, just keep it moving. You know, don't keep looking back on that stock, but I think it's a good idea to sell a stock and just like try not to, you know, get your emotions involved, but just go back and look to see what happened to that stock, you know, just to help you, you know, as far as learning for the next time you buy a stock. So, you know, as much as you can, you want to keep your emotions out of it. Don't get mad because you sold too early. Don't, you know, get upset because you you, you didn't sell when you should have and you took a loss. You know, it's all a learning process and it might take a year or two before you actually, you know, get things down to a science. So, that's about it. Um, last thing I'm going to let you know is Monday, I have two stocks that I am swinging. Um, I bought them on Friday. One is RSLS. Um, I got into it. I know they had some news that came out. Um, I think they canceled the offering. So I missed the, the run up. I think it ran from six cents up to 40 cents and then it came all the way back down to 10 cents. So I jumped in around a little over 10 cents and you know, just going to see, see where Monday takes it. I'm hoping for another push. They do have earnings coming up. So just, you know, hopped in um, to see what happens with that. And I am able to get in and out of stocks now in a pre-market. So if I see things not going my way um, early, then I'll probably go ahead and jump out. But I have a small position in that. Um, I think I think only like 300 shares. So so um, holding on to that to see what happens. And I'm also in AMPE. 
Um, it's a stock that had a pretty good drop, um, a gap down a few days ago. It dropped from like 280 down to like, I think around 40 cents or so. And you have earnings Monday morning. So depending on earnings, you know, that can kind of close that gap a little bit. So once again, I can sell um, in pre-market now. So just going to keep an eye on that, see how that goes. Um, I think I have a small position in that also, since I have a small account. Um, I think I have about 365 shares of AMPE. So that's how I'm going to start my week off. Hopefully, you know, things work out in my favor. Um, and, you know, I'm looking for to continue my reversal. I was able to come out on a positive note um, last week. So just trying to keep it moving in the right direction. Um, I wish you all luck, whether you a bull, whether you a bear. You know, like I always say, we all in this together. We all looking to accomplish the same thing, and that's to increase our bank account. So until next time, I like big bucks and I cannot lie.